This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. You're starting the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watch Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Still there Oh, say 
does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the Getting you up and getting you going. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. That was Carly Pierce with the National Anthem this morning. Uh, as I do every morning, I kind of peruse the birthdays. See if there's anybody of notoriety that we should, we should be wishing a happy birthday to. Okay. You know, today, January 26th. Uh, remember the Octo Mom? Yes. Nadia Suleiman? Yeah. Her octuplets are 14 years old today. Wow. 14? 14 years ago was all that craziness about uh, about that woman who had IVF and had eight kids in her. I mean, she was huge. Yeah. I mean, the photo, she was huge. She wow. went in and it was the first, uh, she's the first, how do they phrase it? Uh, the first mom or the first parent or the, uh, uh, the first surviving octuplets. She gave first to the first Gave birth to the first surviving octuplets. Wow. Back in 2009. So octuplets is how many kids? Eight. And she had six previous children. What? So she has 14 kids. Single mom. What? But the octuplets are 14 today. That just blew my mind to read that today. That all just blew my mind. Yeah. I was not prepared to take in that kind of information right now. And then I'm pulling her up on Instagram. What is she up to these days? (laughs) Of course you did. What's what's going on? (laughs) She's got a lot of photos of her kids. Yeah. You know, of the eight that are now 14. I I don't know how old the other six are. But, I mean, if the octuplets are 14 and she has six prior to that. Oh, they're. They're probably out of the house already. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Imagine having six. No. Having them kind of <laughs> grow up, you know, and then you add eight to the bunch. The first six exit the house. And then you got eight. You still got to raise up until age 18. At least the good news is, is it's not like they're kind of the, the eight are leaving at different times. Like in one chunk, they're just going to be gone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I they're, guess that that's a bonus. To they it. were all born within f- a five minute window. Wow. Back on uh, January 26th. Uh, back in 2009. So, happy birthday to the Octo Moms Octuplets. And it does say Octo Mom in her uh, Instagram profile. Of course. She it has does. embraced that and she is not going to let that one go. You might as well. Yeah. Uh, coming up next hour, immediately following the 720 I Love You Man, we've got your shots to win tickets into the official Bet MGM pre big game party. Kit Moore, open bar, all could be yours. Just be listening for that cue to call. Uh, here's your morning riddle. All right. Two men are in a desert. They both have backpacks on. One of the guys is dead. The guy who was alive has his backpack open. And the guy who was dead has his backpack closed. What is in the dead man's backpack? Two men are in a desert. They both have backpacks on. One of the guys is dead. The guy who is alive has his backpack open. And the guy who is dead has his backpack closed. What is in the dead man's backpack? Think about it. If you think you know it, you text us at 22108. That's long. <laughs> That's a long riddle. <laughs> I mean, there's some details in there that are unnecessary, yeah. you know, but uh, what's in the dead man's backpack? We'll get to the correct answer to the morning riddle coming up here. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand.
I know that Marty Riddle kind of make your head spin around a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guesses coming in on Tech to 22108. A lot of correct guesses. Okay. Okay, here's your morning riddle. Two men are in the desert. They both have backpacks on. One of the guys is dead. The guy who was alive has his backpack open. And the guy who was dead has his backpack closed. What is in the dead man's backpack? Okay, both have backpacks. One of the guys is dead. The guy that's alive has his backpack open. The guy who was dead has his backpack closed. What is in the dead man's backpack? Cheyenne, you got a guess? I do. Okay. I'm not confident, but I got one, and that's what matters. All right. All right. Let's see if it matches any of these incorrect guesses coming in on text okay. to 22108. Uh, text to the 480, water and smokes. That is their that assumption as to what is in the dead man's backpack. That okay. is incorrect. Uh, text to the 623, nothing is in the dead man's backpack. The guy that is alive took everything. Incorrect. That was my guess. <laughs> oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah, that was exactly, almost word for word, what I had in my head. <laughs> Text to the 502, a full bottle of water in the dead man's backpack. I'm assuming they uh, think the dead man wasn't drinking his water. Yeah. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, text to the 480, drugs. No. <laughs> text to the 480, money. Is it in dead man's backpack? No. All right. Cheyenne uh, thought it was... Uh, Nothing yeah. <laughs> was in the dead man's backpack. No, it, two men are in the desert. They both have backpacks on. One of the guys is dead. The guy that's alive has a backpack open. The guy who is dead has his backpack closed. What is in the dead man's backpack? A parachute. His parachute didn't open, Cheyenne, so he hit the ground and thud. <laughs> the guy that's alive, his parachute, the, the backpack's Stop. open because his parachute... <laughs> Came That's out. so morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So we all figured it out. So nicely done. We do the morning riddle every week to morning at six here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, as you're out looking for that honeybee, you know, that special someone in your life, and as you're courting each other, yeah, you go on dates, right? That's kind of what you do. Yeah. You go on those dates to kind of learn more about the other person, find out if this is somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with. A lot of times on that first date, you know right then and there that, no, this ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It happens. And yeah. then, you know, there's sometimes some dudes, you know, when they try to impress, they swing and miss. And I came across a post on social media of uh, people sharing uh, the weirdest place a guy has ever taken them on a date. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, and, and and listen to some of these. If you if you have a story for us, you can text us at 22108. The weirdest place a dude has ever taken you on a date. Uh, here's some on this list. Uh, two weeks into dating, a guy took a girl to his grandfather's funeral and introduced her as a special friend. What? That's uncomfortable. Like a special friend makes sense, but to your your the funeral? Well, I mean, maybe things are moving along pretty quick in his head. It says uh, two weeks into dating. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Like I'll be there for you emotionally, but not physically. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, here's another one. A, a, a guy drove a woman to, to a Taco Bell parking lot. They went through the drive-through and then watched the animated movie Sausage Sausage Party <laughs> on his phone. A terrible movie choice. <laughs> But, like, this would be acceptable if you had been dating for quite some time. Not... If that, if that, yeah. I mean, a Taco Bell is, like, your guys' go-to yeah. spot. 
you know. And like you were just po- you just pulled over and like plopped your phone up and you were having like a quick little impromptu date. That's yeah. one thing. This is the number one movie on Netflix right now. Yeah. Let's watch it. But not not like in this scenario. Er- this early in the dating. Yeah. Yeah. Um a uh, guy picked a woman up for dinner after she chose the re- after she chose the restaurant. Then he drove the wrong direction for thirty minutes before she said anything. Turned out he didn't even know where the place was, but did not want to admit it. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> stubborn little guy. Yeah, super stubborn. Men don't ask for directions. <laughs> okay. No, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> I'm a man. Uh, there was a guy who. Um, was supposed to take a woman bowling for their first date. Instead, he took her to his mom's house to help decorate his mom's bedroom. <laughs> Again, something that you do when you've been dating for a while. That's not a first date. That's one of those guys that, I mean, I, I have nothing against dudes. You know, mama, mama's boys, that's yep. what they call them. Yeah. You know, I have nothing against mama's boys. You know, I love my mom. But, I mean, to be that, uh, that much a mama's boy that you're not going to cancel the first date. Because, hey, this may work out. This may be the one. You end up taking her to your mom's house to decorate her bedroom. Yeah, that's a little too much for me. (laughs) I would have to do a polite pass on that one. I wonder if she knew, though. That's the interesting thing. Like, did she know or did he spring that on her? About the uh, the decorating the bedroom? Yeah, because I would, if if it was me and you would have warned me in advance, I would have rescheduled (laughs) Like, no. Oh, like, okay. Good. So, you, what you're saying is he went to go pick her up. She thought they were going bowling. Yeah. She's got her bowling ball with her or whatever. And then, and then <laughs> he takes, instead of going left to the bowling alley, he goes to the right to the uh, exactly. to mom's house. To and he's like, oh, I think we're going to do this instead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, if that if that was me, like, if I if I were in that situation, I would be opening the door and tucking rolling on the way out. Oh, yeah, that's find out. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. This is the first date. I'm not going to meet your mom and go into her bedroom Calling on the Uber. first date. No. Why are you tuck and roll? Tuck and roll. I'm out. You're already emotionally damaged. You don't need to be physically damaged either. <laughs> I'm already uh, judging you based on your decisions in this moment. And we're going to your mom's house. Tuck and roll. I'm out. Uh, what is the weirdest place that a guy has ever taken you on a date? You can text us at 22108. We're going to get to your text. Coming up next. We're on camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, ladies, what is the weirdest place a dude has taken you on a date? You know, when you're courting somebody, you're supposed to put your best foot forward, right? You're supposed to impress on that first date. Yes. That's uh, what the the first date is for. I mean, right? I mean, if you're going to try to impress on any of the dates, it's going to be that first date. Right. right? Because first impressions matter. So, uh, and then, you know, maybe dates two and three, you know, you're still early in that courtship. You know, you're trying to impress. But some dudes, you know, who knows what the heck is going through their heads? You know, I mean, maybe they think that they're really, truly being romantic, but they swing and miss. And it happens sometimes. It doesn't happen all the time. You know, it, ha- it happens sometimes. And I'm looking at some of these texts coming in, which we're going to get to here in just a moment at 22108. And uh, man, if you're married or you're, you're in a relationship, be happy. Because, you know, when you're going out on first dates... You know, it, it could be nerve-wracking, but then you get a dude that takes you to Taco Bell, and then you're watching Sausage Party on his phone <laughs> for your date. I mean, it could have been on. okay, but then you put Sausage Party on, and you just, it's ruined. It's a terrible it's a, movie. It's a very adult film so- from the mind of Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, so Chey- Cheyenne, you're 31, yeah. single. You kind of, I mean, you've, you've 
been through various stages in life from being engaged to being married, but uh, you've also been out uh, dating. Um, have you ever been to a weird place? Has a guy ever taken you to a weird place? Um, the weirdest first date was that he, and I got to give him credit because I think this is one of the, he thought he was doing something that we were both going to really enjoy. Okay. But he ended up taking me to this, a store called Cabela's, which is the Pacific Northwest version of Bass Pro oh, Shop. Yeah. Okay. So we well, they have one out in Westgate, out in uh, Glendale. Oh, is it called Cabela's? Yeah. Oh, did not know that. Okay. So Cabela's and... We go there and we walk around and I thought this was going to be just like a little spot or a little part of the date. No, we spent the entire date walking around Cabela's looking at guns and hunting gear. And talking, right? Yeah. No? We talked about what we were looking at. I can kind of understand that, right? You're outdoorsy. You've talked about having a a bow and arrow, you know? So rather than go to a movie where you're not talking because you're watching the movie, or, you know, watching Sausage Party in your car. I mean, when you're going through Cabela's, you can actually talk. Yeah. So, right? like, I understand what he was doing, but it was so, there was no, like, excitement to it. And we really just only talked about what we were looking at. And we didn't have, like, actual conversation. Okay. And he did buy me a bag of warm peanuts, though. So, that of was nice. warm peanuts. Yeah, because that's, like, a Cabela's thing. They have, like, warm roasted, like, nuts. <laughs> so. Whatever happened to this dude this winter? I have no idea. No? <laughs> I don't know. And that was that was the entire date was Cabela's. Yeah. I and see, again, that's cool if you've been dating for yeah, a while. But that was first date? First date. <laughs> Weirdest place guys have taken you on a date, ladies. Texts are coming in at 2 what a wait. Text of the 480. A guy took me on a date to the movies. After the movie, we were exiting and we're passing a janitor's closet. <gasps> I thought he wanted to sneak in and, you know, <sighs> but he ended up just locking me in the closet. <laughs> I'm Sorry. <laughs> What? <laughs> I've had enough of you. And I'm done. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who does that? Somebody that doesn't want a second date? I, okay. You, there's other routes. <laughs> Jeez. Text with the 602. After a not so great first date, I closed the door and said goodnight. And he left and then came back and knocked on the door to try and get a first kiss. He then showed up at my parents' house with a Christmas gift, which was a Victoria's Secret bag. I had another date at the house at the time. Awkward. The guy busted in on who is now my current husband. Oh, my gosh. That story. You dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, text at the 623. He's, he suggested Dave and Buster's for our first date. Which would have been fine, except I said that I would rather do something else. He agreed. He picked me up and took us to go to David Buster's anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. David Buster's it is. <laughs> so irritated. Weirdest place guys have taken you on a first date. Uh, text at the 602. He took me to an empty shipping container in the middle of the desert for our first date. He said he wanted to buy it for me and turn it into a house. Uh, did you run? That's the tuck and roll. Once, once yeah. you get off the highway onto a dirt road for a shipping container. In the middle of a desert? No, thank you. <laughs> it's tuck and roll and uh, hitchhike back. I'm glad you survived. Yeah. I'm just you're, glad you you're made it. You're still alive here to ta- <laughs> tell us about that story. <laughs> From the Learner and Road Injury Attorneys Traffic Center. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. Uh, the state of Arizona is going to be auctioning off unclaimed personal property. Uh, valued at upwards of a million dollars. Um, this personal property is uh, from like bank deposit, uh, bank, uh, what do you call it? Safety deposit, deposit boxes. Yeah. Uh, checking accounts that have gone unused. Huh? Um, How is that possible? 
People just forget to close out their they accounts? Close out their accounts. They got a bunch of money sitting in there. That must you know, be I mean, nice. That's, that's what it says. It says uh, cashier's checks, jewelry, uncashed money orders, escrow balances, checking account balances. I guess if it goes unclaimed or unused for uh, between one and three years, it gets forfeited over to the Arizona Department of Revenue. for, And then uh, they put it up for auction, which they do once a year. Interesting. So Sierra Auction in Phoenix is going to be running this thing. And they have like all sorts of stuff, like sports memorabilia, solid gold and silver coins, precious stones, gold watches, diamond necklaces and jewelry sets, high carat gold jewelry, like 22 carat and uh, 24 carat gold. That's cool. Auction. But I mean, these are things that people put in these safe deposit boxes. Yeah. And I... Why would somebody forget about that? Like, what? How? How does that happen? I would make an assumption that, like, say my grandmother put something in a safety deposit box and didn't tell anybody, which is something she would do, and then she passes away, and you never know. Yeah, I can see that happening. You know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting that stuff in there and then pass it away, nobody knows it's there. So then it goes unclaimed for up to three years, and. Then- and then the state takes it over. Exactly. And auctions it off to somebody else. Or like you, you know, you Crazy put something man. of value in or like uh, you're like your husband gives you something nice and you put it in the safety deposit box and then you get divorced and you're like, you know what? I don't even want it. You just leave it. And you walk away. Yeah. Another scenario. Yeah. There. You know, I, I've never done these auctions thing. You know, I mean, there's a lot of great items that you could probably get for a great deal. Yeah. You know, but I've never done these auctions. I've never done like the other uh, storage unit auction either. Neither you know, have I. Those things, like a lot, the, you have the storage unit for all the stuff that you can't keep at your house. Uh-huh. You don't have room for. You just don't want to look at. So you put it in the storage unit, and probably same situation. Maybe you pass away, or maybe you just figure that I ain't going to get that junk. You just stop paying your bill. Yeah, you stop paying the bill. Then they take care of it and put it up for auction. You know what I mean? They used to have a whole TV show around that whole uh, storage. Uh, Storage unit auctions, you know, storage wars. I guess that show ended back in 2019. Did it really? I love that show. But yeah, I remember watching a few episodes yeah. where they go and they bid on that storage unit. And if they win, then they get to go through. And I mean, a lot of it's crap, uh-huh. right? But every now and then you find that rare, cool item. Right. That, that has higher value than what you paid for the storage unit. Then you can go and pawn it off or sell it yourself or something. That's so rare, though. Like, is it worth it? Great question. So you've never done the... I've uh, never, never done, done it. That. No. I would love to if I had disposable income, but because, like, this is... You spent $400 on it, right? Yeah. And there is absolutely nothing of value. You just lost well, $400. I mean, <laughs> you can't go into thinking that. I mean, you put $400 at a slot machine. You can't That's why in, I don't gamble. Yeah, I know, but you can't go into it thinking that all this is going away. You gotta hope you're gonna hit something. Just like that storage <laughs> unit. Hopefully, there's something in there this that you're gonna hit the jackpot. Gambling addicts begin. <laughs> you gotta hope. You just gotta remain hopeful. Campbell Nation, have you ever done an auction like this? You know, be it from the uh, Arizona Department of Revenue, from the, the unclaimed property, or maybe even a storage unit auction. Have you ever done that? And what did you come away with? Was there, a, like, was it worth it? Like buying an entire storage unit, going through all that crap. And then you find <laughs> that one gem, that one got, piece yeah, that saves it. That World War Two. Uh, gun, you know, or something, oh, that right? That would be cool. You know, yeah. or, or a box of old coins that, you know, one of those coins is worth $20,000 or something, <laughs> you know? That would be Stuff like that happens. Yeah. It happens. So have you ever participated in that auction? Have you ever come across something like that? Uh, you can text us at 22108. 
Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Uh, what's the coolest thing that you obtained at an auction, be it a storage unit auction, be it a auction on unclaimed valuables from storage, uh, from bank uh, safety deposit boxes? Uh, what's the coolest item you obtained at one of these auctions? The uh, Arizona Department of Revenue is doing an auction on unclaimed uh, items coming up this weekend, like safety deposit boxes, uh, things that uh, people have yet to go uh, and have yet to return to in a good number of years. A lot of stuff have been taken out of these safety deposit boxes for auction, like necklaces, gold watches, precious stones, sports memorabilia, cash. Which the the cash one is kind of interesting to me. Because let's say there's like a stack of $10,000. And they're like, next item up for auction, $10,000. Let's start the bidding at... $10,000. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way they can start the auction at $10,000. Right, because then you would just be <laughs> it's like, doing nothing. All right, let's swap money. Here. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I wonder what they would start $10,000 at. $1,000, just got to see how it... Uh, I don't have any idea. Hey, you know what? If it goes up to $9,500, you are still $500 in profit. So. I don't think that's worth it to me. <laughs> yeah. You made $500. Why not? Oh, but uh, what's the coolest thing you got uh, at an auction? Um, text are coming in at 22108. Uh, we mentioned Storage Wars. Uh, this text came in. Text of the 909. I was on Storage Wars years ago, and it's all fake. Oh. Producers plant items, find appraisers, then tell the appraiser how to value the item. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. <laughs> text of the 602. <laughs> My brother did a storage unit, or uh, won a storage unit, and got a 1927 Rolex. Ooh. That's uh, cool. With a receipt. It was in immaculate condition uh, from a purchase in Germany. Wow. They felt bad. So they tried to look for the family. Oh. I don't know. I don't. Oh, like I would do if that. I, yeah, I know. If I, <laughs> if I bought a storage unit and that was in there, I wouldn't feel bad. Uh-uh. That's your payment for dealing with the storage yeah. unit. <laughs> um, text to the 480. I actually worked at the auction house that's doing the Department of Revenue auction this weekend. Oh. There's always great gems and deals you can find there. That's cool. Text to the 480. I bought a storage locker and found a box of poop. That is disgusting. Gross. Why? Why? First of all, why is that in the storage unit? <laughs> yeah. Well, you keep it in your home garage, Cheyenne. It gets a little stinky. <laughs> so I'm going to put this, put, just put this in my uh, storage yeah, unit. Yeah, yeah. Where I can't smell it. I'm just going to keep it there. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, it was the end of an era at both Disneyland and Disney World recently when they closed Splash Mountain. It's gone. The walls are all up around it. No longer will you be able to sit on that log and listen to Zippity Doodah. Is that the song that plays on it? That's the one ride I never go on. Zippity, you don't like Splash Mountain? It's not that I don't like it. It's just normally when I'm at Disneyland, it's cold. Oh, yeah, you get wet. And I don't like to get wet yeah. in the cold. Yeah. So I don't go on it. <laughs> All right, so it is closed. Splash Mountain is closed forever. Uh, They are uh, renovating and refreshing and reimagining for a new ride called uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That'd be cool, though. I like Princess Tiana. Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, Splash Mountain's kind of over in that uh, Nolens Bayou-themed area anyway, right? Right. So it's kind of a perfect spot for it. But, I mean, it's for years the ride uh, Splash Mountain has been criticized for having racist roots. 
So uh, Disney had, for the longest time, just kind of, you know, ignored it. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a fun ride. Right. Who, who Aside from Cheyenne, who does not like Splash Mountain? It's not that I don't like it. I just don't go on it. It was, uh, well, the last time we went, uh, my daughter, we went on it, and she got soaked. Exactly. And she got thick thighs at six years old, and she was rubbing. She was rubbing the entire time, you know, in her short jean shorts, you know, short jean cutoff shorts. Yeah. You know, so we had to go and buy all new clothes. And that's not something that yeah. I want to do, so and I just don't go on it. You know how cheap those clothes are. They're at Disneyland. <laughs> so cheap. So cheap. <laughs> Dollar store cheap. But with uh, Splash Mountain closing over the weekend, I was watching videos online of uh, people. They wanted to be the last group on the log, right? So once they entered the queue... Uh-huh. Once you went into the line, they were standing off to the side and just letting everybody else go in an attempt to try and be on that last log. That's cool. That's a lot of time out of your day, but that is really cool. But that's commitment, too, because, I mean, oh, yeah. there's other people doing the same thing. So how do you determine that you're going to be on that last log when everybody else wants to do the same thing? That is a great question. I don't have that type of commitment and determination. <laughs> uh-uh. Like a little brawl, a little brawl at the very end of the day, or as they're about to close the the ride to be on that last log. It would be like rock, paper, scissors. But there's some other Disney fans that uh, went on the ride, and while on the ride, grabbed a bunch of the water from Splash Mountain. Oh, cool. You know, because, I mean, you're on a log, right? You're on this river, Uh and uh, they grabbed some of the water from Splash Mountain, and now they're selling it on eBay. Uh, claiming that it is Splash Mountain water. Right now, there's over 70 listed bottles on eBay from mason jars to plastic bags filled with the Splash Mountain water. Wow. Uh, prices range from $100 up to $1,000. Jeez. $1,000 for water? Splash Mountain oh, water, my Cheyenne. Apologies. I mean, it's a 30-year-old ride. Uh-huh. This ride has been there for 30 years. I was looking at a photo. Princess Diana wrote it in 1993. Oh, that is cool. So, I mean, it's a legendary ride. Yeah, I get the nostalgia behind it. Would you buy it? Like, I, I mean, I don't know how you prove it's from the ride. Uh-huh. You know, some of the bottles have, like, uh, a picture of the ride behind it. Like, they took a picture of it with the background just to make sure that you knew that it was genuine, authentic Splash Mountain water. You could literally get water from the bathroom and do that same thing. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it, let's say it was Splash Mountain water. Mm-hmm. Is that something you would buy? No. Just to have on a shelf to say that right there, Splash Mountain was 30 years plus old. It was a legendary ride. It is no longer. This this water is from Splash Mountain. No. I would not personally buy it. I just wouldn't. Like, I'm not a big memorabilia person, so I just, I wouldn't buy it. Like, it's cool. It would be cool to have. I think if I would have been there on that weekend and saved water myself, I would just hang on to it. I wouldn't sell it. That to me is just odd. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I, there's no, I mean, even though there's a picture, I mean, how do you know? Exactly. Right? I feel like you're just opening opening up yourself to be scammed at just, that point. Just hang on to that photo, that, that souvenir photo that you get. Yeah. When you go down there, when you when you come over the top of the cliff there and do the free fall, hang on to that photo. Exactly. There's never going to be a photo like that again. Never. Not of that ride. Next and time, he's got that. Next time you got that similar, I mean, it's going to be a very similar ride. It's probably the same track layout, probably the same logs. Yeah, probably. You know, it's just going to have all sorts of different characters to kind of, you know, quiet down the criticism a little bit. Right. You know, and as they uh, go into a new era there at uh, Disney with that mountain. And I get it. You know? They're changing with the times, and I think that that's great. Is that something that interests you, Camel Nation? Would you buy it? <laughs>
just don't see myself doing it. I mean, we're both Disney fans. Yeah. You know, I just couldn't see myself doing it. Uh, you can text us at 22108. We've got misconnections coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Cheyenne, thank you so much for having us on this morning. It is time for misconnections, and misconnections are just that misconnections. You're out in public, cross paths with somebody, maybe exchange a smile or a hi, and then go about your day. But then you can't stop thinking about that person. You kick yourself for not asking for their phone number. So you log on to misconnections on Craigslist and share the story in hopes the other person does the same thing and you reconnect. These are those stories. <laughs> So Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> These are their stories. That's right. You listen to this music behind the keyboard, type it out the story. In their mind, they have a happy ending happening, happening here. They're going to reconnect with their presumed-to-be soulmate and get married. But I am a little disappointed in the misconnections as of late, Cheyenne. Oh, Not as many people getting on there and posting their story. Maybe it's because... We've been reading them? Oh, it could be that. <laughs> or after all of these months, people have it in their head to just go for it Ooh. instead of being shy. You know? Maybe they're going for it. So then they don't need the misconnections anymore. I hope so. Good for you if that's the case. Uh, so we're looking all over the state of Arizona with today's misconnections uh, here in Phoenix, down to Tucson, all the way up to Flagstaff. So Ooh. let's head on down to Tucson. Okay. Uh, the title of the post says, I delivered your food. Ooh. And he's keeping it short and simple here, Cheyenne. Okay. You're a beautiful, curvaceous woman. Oh. I haven't been able to stop thinking about you. Mm. That's it. That's it? <laughs> That's all that is on that post. That's it? You got anything more? That's it. So if you had food, well, you're, you're not listening in Tucson. But if you were in <laughs> Tucson, had food delivered, and you're curvaceous, you got somebody looking for you. He couldn't even put what where the food was from. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Because if that is you, you would know where that food is from, Cheyenne. <laughs> that's, that's mean. That, that's how he said, I know it's you. Hey, I'm curvaceous. That's me. <laughs> but you also don't live in East Tucson, Cheyenne, yeah. so you're ruled out. Yeah, dang uh, Here's from North Phoenix, Texas Roadhouse off Bell Road. I was at the Texas Roadhouse last week. I saw a woman looking over at me. Mm. We exchanged glances several times I really was hoping you would come over and talk to me you're a fuller figured woman not sure what age I would like to talk to you if, uh, if you see this maybe we can talk and go out sometime if you wanted her to come up and talk to you why didn't you just get up and talk to her why was it her responsibility sir <laughs> he was too busy with his margarita Cheyenne and his rolls <laughs> And that cinnamon butter. He was too busy. He was too busy to get up. Make Come on. the time, man. It's understandable at Texas Roadhouse not to get up. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got more misconnections coming at you next. Here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Thank you so much for listening in this morning. We appreciate you. Uh, misconnections, the continuation of misconnections, where you head on to Craigslist and try and find that person you maybe made eye contact with. Maybe you had a small conversation in the Dunkin' Donuts and you just did not ask for their phone number. So you tell that story on Misconnections. Hopefully they do the same thing and you reconnect. So let's get to a few more here, uh, Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, heading down to Tucson. All right. Uh, okay, so this one is from November, but it was posted an hour ago. Okay. 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 Saturday guy at Fry's at Valencia and Midvale in uh, Tucson. <laughs> to the guy I saw on Saturday, November 19th, around 1 p.m. 
It's so specific. You looked great in your white shorts and briefs. Oh. I want to see more. Oh. Or less. (laughs) Sounds like a less to me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. (laughs) But that's it. And that was from November 19th. This person who went on to miss connections can't stop thinking about the guy in the white shorts and the briefs. Just sitting at home stewing over those white shorts and briefs. I get it. Is he shirtless? That's all they mentioned is the white shorts and briefs. They're probably short shorts and his briefs are like longer than his shorts. So that's why she's still thinking about it. Or he, uh, like some of the kids do these days, they just kind of pull their pants down halfway down their rear end. (laughs) So the uh, the briefs were up on the uh, top end. Lord, I hope that that's not what it is. (laughs) Uh, Heading up to Flagstaff because we look at misconnections. We're not biased. We'll look at misconnections in Flagstaff, Tucson, and uh, all over the valley here. Uh, this one, the title says Flagstaff Bone and Joint. Hi. Hi. <laughs> if you have interest in meeting, let me know the relationship of who you were with and what the apparent ailment was. Hmm. <sighs> so at the Bone and Joint place, okay. the relationship of who you were with. Is this a kind of feels like this is a doctor or a nurse. <laughs> well, no, I, I, the way I envision it is they're sitting in the waiting room, right? At this yeah. bone and joint place. And there's two people, the person this person's reaching out to, and then the relationship of the person that was with this individual. Maybe it was a mom. Because it, it does say in parentheses, it seemed obvious. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So we can rule out wife. <laughs> I mean, can we though? <laughs> can we though? <laughs> I mean, we've seen weirder uh, things on here. It goes on to say, I wanted to talk, but it didn't seem like the time or the place. I was pacing and listening to music, and I was poorly dressed for work. <laughs> I mean, at least you can admit it. <laughs> All right, final one. Heading up to Flagstaff. Uh, Title: Beautiful Liar. Okay. You are beautiful, even though you are a liar and fart like a Clydesdale. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I would love to meet up for a drink sometime. If she was a little gassy, she may know that that was her. <laughs> Maybe she lied about farting. <laughs> Fart like a Clydesdale. Don't expect to hear back from her, sir. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 